This is Indirect Kick. podcast so and plus i'm feeling a little good although a little less than good well i'm feeling okay anyway i'm rambling it's a bit i haven't long time since from the mic so i'm, I'm, I'm out of practice uh anyway uh with me i have the west ender greg that's right uh i have the premierless one brian hey yo uh i am the highbury hunk brandon uh clint dempsey is my favorite rapper and we have a special guest uh the cock of the walk, King Wizard, Juan Pablo, what's up? Yo, what's up? How's it? Everybody's already going tonight. Doing well? Yeah, where everybody's good. Yeah, except me. Yeah, well, we're not exactly bringing Juan Pablo on the podcast in the best circumstances. Um, we'll get into why. Um, but uh, yeah, let's uh, let's just jump into it. We got a lot to talk about. Um, first up, um, Ballon d'Or was finally announced. Feel like they announced the uh, the nominees like sixteen thousand months ago, but we have a winner. It's not too much of a surprise. Uh, it's Luka Modric. Does anybody have a problem with Luka Modric? No. Okay, good because I was about to remind you of his story. <laughs> um, yeah, he won. I, I mean, all I heard was three spots, but I mean that's fine. Yeah. Um, he uh, he won pretty much all the um, the awards uh, like the UEFA award and the. FIFA Best Player Award. So he won everything you could win, so it's not too much of a shock. Uh, also not a shock, Kylian Mbappe won the Young Player Award, which is like the first time they announced that award. Um, Pulisic was second, so USA, USA. I'm sure it was a very distant second, but it was second nonetheless. Um, and um, Ada Hederberg, Hederberg, um, she had a rough presentation so I really don't want to mess up her I'm sorry for messing up her name uh, she won the first ever women's Ballon d'Or uh, awesome moment Lyon what I really know about women's like European football Lyon is really good that's what I need to know I think they won the Champions League like three times in a row like twice in a row or something like that but anyway um, she won the first award, first ever women's Ballon d'Or and then some fucking DJ from France like asked if she could twerk so fuck that guy <laughs> <laughs> that would be my one of my I one of my the worst. Yeah. Um yeah. You, you know, maybe she's just trying to be cool, but she said she wasn't that bothered by it. But yeah. I mean, basically everyone else was, so. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately she couldn't like kick him in the nuts while during the show, so I'm sure she <laughs> wanted to. Um but yeah, anybody have a problem with the Ballon d'Or awards? All right, moving on. We got a coach, guys. We got a coach and <laughs> you might be shocked, but it's Greg Berhalter. <laughs> Is anyone surprised about this? Not at all. Okay. Not at all. That coach, the coach we knew was going to be for five months is like the coach. What a shock. Um, how do you feel about Berhalter? you think he's going to be good for a U.S. men's national team? Or? I do. I think he's going to be a good coach. He's been a good coach for Columbus. Uh, a lot of the players that are coming through the ranks right now for the U.S. Mm-hmm. Played under him in Columbus, so oh. he's got experience there. Right. Uh, I think a lot of people are still just mostly pissed off at the process more than Burhalter himself. Yeah, I agree. And, uh, 
Unfortunately, the first game he has is until February, so we've got a lot to talk about. Mm. A lot of time to talk about just the process and the new coach without actually having any evidence to see how he's doing yet. So that January camp with only MLS players is going to be interesting to see. And that first game, I think February something, early February, against Costa Rica. And then there's a game in March. Okay. Who I'm not sure we know who that's going to be against just yet, but... We got still have time to wait mm-hmm. to actually see him in action. Yeah, uh, I agree, and it looks like Zach Steffen is going to be the number one goalkeeper going forward. It seems like he's pretty much. I mean, um, Evan Horvath is that? That's the first name, Evan, right? Yeah, Evan Horvath. <laughs> yeah, Evan Horvath. <laughs> he's looked pretty good in those games in Europe. Uh, he plays for Cub Bruges, playing in the Champions League. But Zach Steffen looks like he's going to make jump to Europe pretty soon. Yeah, Man City's looking at him, so. Um, yeah, we'll expect a lot more World Trap, I guess. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, anyway, um, uh, the next last topic in the quick kicks, um, the Copa Libertadores um, was supposed to be this amazing moment in South American football. Um, the first game was, uh, it was a 2-2 draw in the first leg um, at Boca Juniors, and the second leg, which they really scheduled as poorly, um, it was after the international break, two weeks later. It was supposed to be on the 24th, but there was fan violence. They broke windows of the... The Boca fans broke the win, uh, windows... Boca fans, right? Yeah. Boca, no, it was the River fans. Oh, okay, River fans. No, River fans, yeah. Yeah, yeah. River fans broke the like windows of the team bus, and then the cops threw tear gas. It was just a whole shit show uh, in, uh, in uh, Buenos Aires. So they canceled the game. They were going to play it the next day. Then River didn't want to play. Um, so they they moved it to the ninth, and they were discussed even having it in like Saudi. Not, they, they didn't say Saudi. They said Qatar, Qatar. Qatar. and uh, I think Dubai. I think yeah, Miami. I heard a rumor. Yeah. As well. So there was, and they ended up on the Madrid and uh, the Bernabeu um, on the ninth. They, they, it's official. They've flown out there, so I think this game is going to happen. So uh, I haven't actually. I've only seen like the Boca players like. Um, in uh, Madrid, so I don't know River Plate. I don't know if they've flown out yet. Hopefully, they have by now. We still know, but uh, so it, it's it's a cup about like liberation, right? That's like what they're celebrating. Yes. And they're going back to their former conquerors, Spain. It is interesting. <laughs> uh, you could we could talk all about that with uh, our our on our history podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, I really wish it was in Miami um, or played in an empty stadium. Yeah, yeah, I don't know the empty stadium thing. is kind of. It's sort of lessened. I mean, it's already lessened the spectacle yeah. of the thing moving it to Madrid, but empty stadium seems like not a great look either. Yeah, um, yeah. We should also should mention um, this is not just a South American problem. Uh, there's some problems in the Champions League. Um, who's a Greek team? It was two teams that aren't super big. It was like AEK and another team, and Ajax. I think they were throwing like flares at each other during the Champions League oh, yeah, last week. Yeah. So. Fan violence is a global problem, so, um, yeah, well, um, NBC just bought the rights to the second leg, so oh, if, really? you, if you're interested in it, um, they think they're just going to put it online for free, okay. or if you have a subscription to, like, NBC Sports, you should be able to watch it illegally. Um, yeah, so that's the quick kicks, um, but we can get into what we brought Juan Pablo here to talk about. Oh, no, actually, well, we kind of brought you in to talk about the MLS playoffs, but... We'll get into the thing we really brought you to talk about in a little bit. Um, but MLS Cup, we have an MLS Cup final. It's, uh, it is 
Portland Timbers, Atlanta United. It will be in Atlanta. It'll pro- I'm sure it will be a packed house, great atmosphere. Um, Atlanta uh, pretty much dominated Red Bulls in the in the Eastern Conference Finals. They won three nothing at home, and then uh, Red Bulls got a late goal on the first leg. We don't need to talk about that. That was pretty much actually that was probably the best matchup. Those are the two best teams just in all of them, not just in the East. And it ended up being kind of a shitty series, but. We uh, the Western Conference was a lot more interesting. Um, Portland and Sporting um, Kansas City um, were tied in the first leg, um, and I thought they gave. Uh, I know I mentioned on the group chat Juan Pablo that um, I thought it gave uh, SKC a huge advantage in the in the second leg. I, I think you felt the same way, right? Yeah, absolutely. And um, and then you know, twenty minutes in, you get that goal going, and it starts looking good, and. In typical Kansas City fashion, our teams love to mess it up in the playoffs. So, um, yeah, no, it was it was kind of sad. Honestly, it was. Oh, I mean, I, I thought they, <clears throat> I thought I mean, they played well. You know, they had all those shots on target, and and they possessed the ball for most of the game. But it was just, I don't know, Portland. Uh, it's it's a disaster. <laughs> I felt really bad after, and then it was a lot of a lot of sports that night. Everything was going on, so. Mix of emotions. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, Portland is not afraid of like the moment. They're not afraid to go on the road. They're not afraid to. They've had to go on the road and get a decisive victory in all of their series so far. Um, you know, they've had. Um, they went to D- Dallas, which really wasn't a much of a home field advantage. It was like half full, but still, they was on the road. Um, they had to get a victory, and they wanted penalties in Seattle, uh, and then they beat XKC coming back in that game. So. They're not afraid of, of the kind of playing on the road, playing the underdog. Um, so uh, that kind of affects my pick. We, we can get into predictions later. I don't know, Brian, you're going to give some thoughts. Um, well, I mean, I don't think you can talk about that game against SKC without mentioning the goal that Sebastian Blanco scored. Or, excuse me, was it Diego Valeri who scored that goal? No, it was Blanco scored was like the, like, the screen, one right? goal. Yeah. yeah. That was, uh, yeah, Sebastian Blanco scored to tie it at 1-1. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, it was a volley from way out there. Yeah. Uh, and I really think that it sucked the air right out of the room for SKC. They just played differently after that. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I, even watching it at home, I'm, a, I'm somewhat neutral, but I, I like you, Juan Pablo, so I was like, oh, I want SKC to make it to the final. And plus, I think it's, you know, uh, I wanted the best team in the West to win. Cause, um, so I was, I was even like, oh, damn. This might be over because <laughs> because of the away goal rule. So I was a little. I was. I kind of felt your pain a little bit. I had some sympathy pains for you, um, watching it at home. Um, but it it, ended, it just was kind of wild. Um, you know. Um, I think no. They took a two one lead. Yeah. And then SKC lead. ties it up again. And I look. I I will say one thing. I am glad it did not end on away goals. I hate the away yeah, goal same. rule. Um, uh, I think that was a was that Valeri at the end of the yeah, game. Yeah, Diego Valeri. Valeri scored to make it three two. So we have the Atlanta um, SK. I'm sorry, Atlanta Portland final in Atlanta. Um, do we make a prediction or do we want to give like uh, you want more info or do, what, what's uh, Portland? You're saying Portland? Oh well, picking <laughs> the upset there. I gotta go with uh, Atlanta. I'll say three one Atlanta. Juan Pablo. Uh, I know Portland going to take that momentum going forward. I still think Atlanta is a stronger team. I say Atlanta two to one. Okay, Atlanta, I think is the better team. Uh, they have 
two of the most exciting stars in the, in the in the league. They're it's like Alderman's might go to Arsenal. Uh, that's the rumors. Uh, Tata Martino is one of the most exciting managers in the league. Looks like he's going to the Mexico national team. Um, they have that home field advantage. They have seventy thousand people. Everything is in their is everything checks out pretty much to, for them to win. Also, uh, I was watching a tailgate. Of Atlanta United, I saw somebody with a WrestleMania shirt. I want that shirt. I know some people in Atlanta. Armand, give me that shirt. I know you're not a soccer guy, but please give me that shirt. I will wear that shirt proudly. Um, yeah. So with all that, two things. One, what I said to Paul Portland, they won all their series on the road or had to win because it's two legs, obviously. But they won the decisive games on the road. They're not afraid of being on the road. They're not. They haven't really played in an environment like Atlanta, even though you can argue Seattle's kind of that same environment. But it's going to be a different beast in Atlanta. But you also have to take into account, I don't know if you guys follow college football. You guys saw, if you follow college football, you saw what Georgia did in the, in the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Atlanta sports does not have, I'm a Braves fan, does not have the best record in decisive games. So I'm shocked that they made it to the final, to be honest. So I'm picking Portland. I think, uh, I think Portland and penalties. I think they're just going to grit it out. I think they're just going to sit back, absorb the pressure, counterattack. Maybe get a goal late or even early and just park the bus or or win it on penalties. It'll be it might not be an interesting game to watch honestly, but um, it's gonna be an interesting matchup. It's gonna be a bit of a clash of styles. But I'm gonna say Portland. I think you're the only one who said Atlanta, right? Wow, I cannot believe I'm the only one. <laughs> this is gonna you feel weird, don't you? Yeah. Five thirty eight has them at like seventy seven percent chance. Everything, every logical reason to pick them makes sense except for like it's Atlanta sports. So, yeah, I just I can't do it. Um, so I'm picking Portland. You're picking Portland, Greg. Mm-hmm. All right, I think that covers it. Um, I and not that I picked I picked Portland. You should probably put all your money in Atlanta. Going away <laughs> my track record is. But um, anyway, I guess if anybody has anything else to say, oh sorry, Joseph Martinez won MVP. That was announced today. Um, obvious choice. Yeah, obvious choice. Um, so shout out to him. That also. Feel like winning MVPs in sports before you're in a championship game is not good. It's not a good That's sign. Also true. It's not too late to no, change no, your no, pick, I, Brian. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> um, all right. Unless anybody else has anything else to say about MLS Cup, oh, uh, this Saturday, eight o'clock, Fox. Watch it, MLS Cup. Um, all right. Um, we can get to the we can get to the main course. Um, all right. Uh, I don't know. Do you guys want to like talk, do a brief about the games today, or do you want to just jump into Sunday? Uh, let's get into Sunday. Okay, let's get it. Oh, okay. You're like you're looking for a fight, huh? Okay. <laughs> um, for the for the listeners who don't know, um, this is a very anti Tottenham podcast. I don't know how familiar you are with the podcast, Juan Pablo. I don't know if you're a super fan or not. This is a very anti Tottenham podcast. Me and Greg not big fans of Tottenham Hotspur. Um, but we brought you on because you are you are a fan of Tottenham Hotspur. Uh, brought you on so I could gloat to you. Um, I you you come on somehow. I, I appreciate you coming on, being brave to come on. But uh, the North, North London Derby was Sunday. Um, I got up early, had some coffee, and you know watched a nice victory at home uh, against Tottenham. What did you think of the game? Well, uh, I. I have to admit, I was uh, I was a little hungover from my Christmas party the night before. <laughs> okay, uh, but I I got up early for the game. I was super excited, and um, honestly, was not happy with the play. I thought it was, it was 
sloppy, poor passes, some bad decision-making. I honestly thought they were completely outplayed uh, for most of the game. Arsenal played a fantastic game. Screw you guys. Uh, but they, it, was, it was still... It was exciting. I don't think that was a penalty. I think Son dove there, and, and, and I hate it when that happens because I'd rather win with the talent and the skills that the players have, but um, I, I thought they kept exciting, you know, with all that. They were ready to throw fisticuffs. People were ready to fight, um, but overall, I really think what killed us was the defense was not making those plays, and then that dumb, just dumb play and the red card, right? Right. Just completely derailed anything. So and, um, even up, <laughs> even up two one, were you were you feeling confident going into halftime? Going up, even up two one. Honestly, no, not really, <laughs> because it was like very. The, the first goal was good, right? And you, you got that. You, you got off the set piece. You header it in, great goal. Um, you know, you have that going. Uh, well, because it was a bad mistake by Leno, but, but oh, yeah, it was. It was. It, yeah, it was. It was good, but like you know, they didn't cheat, but you know, Leno should have had it. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. But no, I had that feeling in the back of my head. I was like, mm, I don't know. They still not showing. Um, they, they weren't showing that that great play they had against Chelsea. Uh, they went three to one, and then I just didn't see that. And I knew Arsenal coming out. They were firing all cylinders. And the, I mean that goal. I mean the second the, the second goal, unbelievable. Outside the box, perfectly placed. It, it rolls right in. Unbelievable. Yeah, it's a weird feeling. I have confidence going to these big games against big six teams now. It's a very weird feeling. Um, we played Manchester United today, uh, and I came into it pretty confident. We ended up drawing. We'll get into more of the details later. But, um, you know, coming into this game, I was a little worried because, uh, you know, I wasn't – I was like 50-50. Like, I was like even. Kind of like, okay, we could go either way because Tottenham were playing. They just beat Inter in the Champions League to kind of save their – Save their like Champions League campaign, and then they also obviously they obviously <laughs> destroyed Chelsea in their uh, in their fake in their fake home. Um, but uh, yeah, um, so I was like, I could go either way. They are playing really well, but I guess would you say maybe that playing these big games, three big games back to back in the same week um, in a week span, do you think that helped? I mean, do you think that kind of hurt? Do you think that affected kind of the play today, or do you think maybe it was just Arsenal was better on the day. Uh, I think I think it's a little bit of both. I think that the, it was a, it was a very difficult eight days. You come off two great wins, but you're a little tired. You know, um, you're traveling, you're playing, um, you're just playing so much. And like, I think that when you're playing such high pressure games against your rivals, against you know, in this Champions League game, you give it all, you know, 110 percent, right? And and I think the play wasn't going to follow through, right? I think that it just, you weren't going to go up against, the, you weren't going to go up against Arsenal, you know, with that many fans at home in that kind of environment, that rivalry, that passion, and, you know, you just didn't live up to it. I was kind of, I was pretty angry, quite frankly, and super disappointed throughout the day after watching that. I was like, damn, I mean, you put up two great performances and on the third one, you know, yeah, uh, tenth game, and you just kind of fall short to another team that out outperformed you. Yeah, I, I had obviously the opposite feeling. I was like happy all day. Um, yeah, you you guys should be really glad that we didn't get that third goal, or you know, um, 
we didn't Lundgaard didn't get lucky on that uh, on that second goal uh, and we have to mention tonight I would have been obnoxious you guys would have like just Brian Wiley would have punched me in the face I would have been just rolling in here super confident um, so it brought me down a little bit it was like the, the North London Derby on Saturday Sunday was like the upper and then like today was kind of a downer it was like okay I'm like I'm even I'm like logical now like still two good results but not you know I'm not euphoric um, and the atmosphere you, as you mentioned is is um is the atmosphere of the Emirates is back. It hasn't been really been that way in a long time. And, you know, I don't have this... I think I, I mentioned it, um, this sense of dread going into these games. You know, obviously the first two games where we played Chelsea and played Man City back-to-back, um, you know, we didn't really... Emery didn't really have his team, didn't really have his system. Although, we got to figure out a way to get Lacazette and Aubameyang on the court... On the court... On the field at the same time. Um, they got to figure out... I don't know. I know he doesn't want to play two strikers, but, I mean, he might... Me too. I just think when they're on the, you, um, I don't know if I would necessarily two, say. Oh, go ahead, Greg. Two consecutive games. I mean, they sub in Lacazette. He scores. Like, right. Well, they, they technically the gave place. that goal today to like an own goal, but that was, I. Okay. I'm gonna count it as a, a Lacazette's goal. I mean, Arsenal's not really struggling to score goals too much in the league. If you look at it, they've got. Yeah, but we could be better 30, at scoring goals. They scored 34, which is second to only Manchester City, who's got like an insane number of goals. So I'm not sure the goal scoring is the issue. Well, I'm not, saying, I'm not sure what the issue is with Arsenal. I, I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not. It's it's a good problem to have. It's like, and it seems like you know Lacazette and Aubameyang because sometimes you know they'll sub each other and mm-hmm. they don't seem to have a problem. With it. They don't seem to have the big egos about it. So I guess it's a good problem to have. But I think our best, we're best when they're both on the pitch together, um, just attacking wise. But I mean, I kind of get why Embry's system doesn't really work. Because they like to play the three in the back and stuff like that. So, um, but yeah, um, um, I feel confident going to these big games. Uh, I think I was yeah going back to what I was saying before. I feel confident. It's weird. Like late Wenger era, I was not feeling confident. I was a sense of dread. We played anybody who was remotely good. I was just like, oh, we're gonna get destroyed. And usually we did. Um, but the Liverpool game and then this game. Liverpool obviously was not a win. And you know, um, this game was obviously four two win. I don't know if we. Said, <laughs> said yeah, the score too. Yeah, um, was obviously, and I'm glad Torreira scored. I love him. He's my Uruguayan son. I'm adopting him. He's my. I, I love Torreira. He's amazing. Um, he's. I'm calling. He's the new Conte. He's the new Nicolo Conte. That's he's, a big call. In the sense that, like, he might not be. I don't think he's necessarily better than him. But in the sense where it was like when Conte kind of came on the scene, it was like, holy shit, this guy's really good. And he's like, he's everywhere. He's like in that in that sense. I don't know if he'll ever be a win player of the year like Conte will, but. He he's that defensive midfielder that we've been begging for for years, and I don't know why it took <laughs> Emery so long to put him in the starting lineup. But he, whatever he's doing, great. Anytime he's out there, he really changes the game, and I really saw that when he was a sub. And you see how different we are, and it helped really helps Jaka too because he doesn't have to do a lot of the dirty work that Torreira does. Okay, um, Juan Pablo, you, do you have anything else to say? Uh, I'll let you say your piece. You know, I, I got to talk my shit. You can. Go ahead, be a sad boy if you want. I mean, you know, we jumped back. <laughs> Three to one today, so, you know. Yeah, so that's actually a question I have. To I think you. Saturday is a big game, but yeah, no, I'm. Y'all, honestly, y'all played well. It was, uh, it was a sad, sad affair for a couple of hours after, but I, uh, I can't talk shit when you make mistakes and you play bad. Yeah, true. Also, um, one thing I have to say about Eric Dyer, I don't necessarily have a problem with the shush, 
but you don't shush in the 30th minute when you tie the game. Um, yeah, just some yeah, advice yeah, for, for, for people yeah. who want to shush the crowd in yeah. the future. Wait until like the 80th minute to do that. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, okay, you had a question, Brian? Yeah, I have a question for our Tottenham fan and our Arsenal fan here. You know, so, obviously Arsenal won 4-2, but Tottenham's sitting in third right now, and Arsenal's sitting in fifth. Two points apart. Like, where do we see both of these teams at the end of the season? Mm, who's who's not? Are, who's not Who's replacing basically? Oh, is it? Oh, Everton is no. Because yeah, Arsenal looked good on the day. But oh, it's Chelsea. Okay, Arsenal, that's what I was trying to they, figure uh, out. They couldn't get the win against Manchester United. Yeah. Tottenham got the win today. Like, how much is this game going to matter at the end of the year? I think it matters. I think it's going to matter a lot. Um, I mean, not necessarily this means that we're going to like finish ahead of Tottenham, but I think the goal has always been. Yeah, that was that's my real question. Oh, okay. Finish ahead of who? Oh, okay. Well, I'll answer first. Um, the goal has always been. I think I said it on the podcast. Top four, and if we happen to really challenge for the league, great. But let's get back in the Champions League. I think that's a very realistic thing to do to get in the top four. Hopefully, we can finish in the top and ahead of Tottenham, but it's going to be tough. Um, we're only two points behind, so something can break. I guess I could be cocky and say, yeah, we'll finish ahead of them. We'll finish third. Why not? <laughs> We're finishing 10th now that I said that. But um, <laughs> but in terms of, like, obviously, I, I want to take it a step. Uh, like, I do think Tottenham might be a little more talented than us still, even though they don't really have a lot of depth, I think. But I think, like, uh, they might be a little more talented, and I think we need reinforcements, especially, especially defensively. But um, we'll probably finish behind them. But I think if we don't finish top four, I'm going to be disappointed. That's what that's what I'll say. What about you, Juan Pablo? Where do you think Tottenham finishes at the end of the year? Uh, I'd probably say around three or four. Uh, definitely, I, I do think we will be above you guys. Um, but I, I think the right pieces to to finish strong. Uh, but again, the lack of depth does concern me. Like you said, um, I think that really have to have great performances from those key players, from those stars. Um, I have really loved a lot of play from, uh, from Moore. I love to see more of that. Um, and I think that probably end, uh, end of the season, probably I would say three or four. Alright. Alright, uh, so it looks like a, a certain London team if we're right, might not be in the Champions League. Yeah, that's Greg, you've been quiet in the corner. <laughs> that's what I'm you have hearing. anything to say? Well, um, it's it's looking rough so far. Um, today was a bad... We're, we've just had a bad couple of weeks. I mean, a, a result against Fulham isn't good enough for me. We're not looking good. Um, oh, I didn't take any notes about the West London Derby. Do you want to say anything about it? No, I don't. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, we lost. Yeah, see, through my point about that intense West London Derby rivalry. Um, yeah, so... Um, Anyway, you're just going to be sad about losing the Wolves instead of being happy about being full of them. Right. Okay, all right. Um, what are you... Because that, that, that's an easy game. It's just going to be really difficult to make it in the top four if we keep losing. But give me games like this. You know, I do kind of envy you, Brian. You don't really have a team in Europe, so you're just kind of like waiting, looking... Licking your lips, hoping that me and my yeah. will get into a big fight try here. To, try to start try, a fight. Yeah, that's that's it. Yeah, <laughs> I get that. I don't have a college football team, so I like to just like talk shit about other college football teams. Um, well, could you guys discuss like who wants a Champions League more? <laughs> you really okay. Fight. All right, let's. Uh, you want to talk? Just gonna talk about 2012 forever, huh? <laughs> it's all. It's all he's got. That's all he's got. Okay. Um, and, and, and titles like in the last um, ten years. 
Ouch. Ouch. <laughs> See, he's being He's lost some. See, this is what happens when he's like. <laughs> See, <laughs> he's one of these fans. He's not getting what he wants, so he's being real mean to everybody now. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm a grumpy man. <laughs> it's all good. Um, so, um, you mentioned it. Um, Tottenham uh, won 3-1 today against Southampton, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they just brought in a new manager. Uh, I forget the dude's name. Ralph Hassenhuttel. Is he German? Austrian. Okay. Um, yes, I knew it was a long name. Um, I guess... That's a tough test. Tottenham is a tough test to do your debuts. So hopefully he's he's good. I know he brought. I forget what team he coached before, but he brought them up from like the second division to the Bundesliga. So was he Hoffenheim? I want to say Hoffenheim, but don't Maybe. quote me on that. Yeah, don't quote him on that. Don't quote me on that either. Um, so uh, feeling better? Does that make you feel a little better, Juan Pablo, getting a big win against uh, Southampton? Yeah, it was a it was it was, it was a nice little cleanser, I would say. Um, yeah, no, it was it was a was a good win. Yeah, you know, he had the early goal for the game. Um, again, love, love seeing that. Um, again, the goal at the end was 93rd minute. You know, a con- consolation goal. But, yeah, no, I'm doing pretty pretty happy about that. Back in third place. And, um, you know, Saturday is going to be a big game. Try to maintain maintain that spot. Keep on getting those Ws. Uh, who are you playing Saturday, actually? Uh, Leicester. Oh, okay, yeah, that is kind of a – that's a pretty big game. Um, they're always pretty solid. Um Chelsea's playing Man City. Great. Oh yeah! Um, so good, more, good, more depression. Yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> um, and um, so um, I guess we should break into talk about a little bit about the um, Manchester United Arsenal game. What a weird game that was. Um, super chippy. Um, it looked like everyone was just trying to like kill everyone out there. There was a lot of, a lot of bad tackles out there. Uh, apparently, we, apparently. Uh, uh, Fellaini is jealous that he doesn't have his hair anymore, so he wants to pull him and do his hair. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, and, uh, our defense is like depleted. Thanks a lot, <laughs> uh, Rojo, and people sliding into like yeah. his holdings hurt, and then Ramsey got hurt. And so hopefully they're okay. What, what is this Man U team going to do when Bars and Premier League? Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> I can't. Oh, uh, I can't wait for the first decision that like Mourinho, like Bar, like screws on Mourinho, like. They lose the game because of R. I can't wait for that press conference. It's gonna be a very good press conference. It's like this is why we gonna have the machines. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, so you got Ramsey. Is he gonna be all right? Uh, I'm more worried about Rob Holding because he was like carted off or like stretched off. Because um, at least Ramsey walked off on his own power. He probably maybe missed a few games. I don't know exactly what happened injury wise, but um, yeah, hopefully he'll he'll be okay. Um, we don't need any more. Uh, I know Ramsey is a defender, but more. Any more like defensive midfielders or like defenders like hurt? We don't need like any more of that. We are pretty thin. We don't like. We're still working Kashani back. Galashnik just came back, so hopefully they could be okay. And and Bellerin's kind of he had like a little scare a couple weeks ago too. Um, but uh, Lichtsteiner and Mustafi. Um, you remember when Draymond Green like couldn't got suspended for kicking everybody in the nuts? Yeah. In 2015. Um. This is like they, when when Mustafi and Lichtsteiner see like someone's legs that they could just go spikes up in. They like lick their lips. It's very Draymondish. They are really rough tackles, and then they get up like, "Oh, what did I do?" It's like you just murdered someone. Um, they they have never seen a slide tackle they did not like. Unsurprisingly, another Manchester United game that was ugly. Yeah, they really made it. They didn't make it ugly. Uh, it's a game we should have won. Obama had a really good chance where that was saved uh, by De Gea. 
to get that third goal. And all the goals were ugly. Mm-hmm. All of them were. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was. It wasn't a pretty. It was. It was weird because Lee Dixon um, was doing. It was like, oh, it's been and you know not a lot of goals. It was like one one at halftime. It's like not a lot of goals, but you know, very exciting. It was like. Everyone has just been like hacking each other. That's not that exciting. Like <laughs> maybe incident film. Yeah, but, that's but... probably what he meant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, anything else from the? Oh, go ahead, Greg. Yeah, I I just Mourinho's time. He's he's uh he's biding his time. You think? I heard rumors that like Real might invite him back. I no way. I heard that, but I don't believe no it. Way. Don't believe <laughs> no way. No way. No. No. Zero chance of that happening. Oh, we didn't mention the Liverpool Everton game, by the way. because uh, that game was ninety or it was eighty nine minutes of pretty much not much exciting. Well, I was only going to talk about the goal. <laughs> and then about the flukiest goal you'll ever see for yeah, yeah. Liverpool to win at the death. Uh, Jordan Pickford probably should have just left it. He, uh, the ball looked like it was going to kind of, it, it was looped up, so it looked like it was going to fall just out of bounds, and he kind of stuck his hand up to, I guess, try to knock it back out of bounds, but ended up knocking it forward mm. right into the path of, was it Divac or Riki yeah. who scored the goal? Not that he really had much to do with it, since it... It just was, kind of bounced on It bounced his, right, like, to his foot, and he just was like... Oh. I think he hit it with his head, if I remember correctly. But anyway, um, did you guys have a problem with Klopp running on the field, or is like... It didn't really bother me that much. No, no. I mean, it was like, just fine, or whatever. <laughs> well, I was watching the game, and I was like... Once I saw there was, like, seven minutes of extra added time, or whatever it was, six minutes, mm-hmm. I was like, ugh. Why do I have to watch seven more minutes of this game? And I was like going to change the channel. Uh, <laughs> the funny thing, I didn't. But for some reason, I decided not to. Uh-huh. And then the last, of course, the last kick was like. I uh, I actually didn't see it, the goal live because I was like, once it hit like added time, I was like, all right, I'm gonna start watching like football, uh, <laughs> which was obviously a bad choice because the Panthers suck right now. So it was I should have just stayed and watched the game, the rest of the game. Um, yeah. Uh, do we have anything else to say about the prem? All right, it looks like not. Um, yeah, I don't know. Anything else in the world of soccer interesting you? Well, La Liga is pretty lit right now. I it really is. like how close it is. You know, Olivez had a chance to actually uh, come out on top against Sevilla. It didn't quite happen, but that would have just changed. I mean, Barcelona's back on top again. Yeah, Barcelona's on top by one point, Sevilla... Atletico Madrid, shout out Juan Diego. Shout out your brother, by the way. We didn't mention that your brother is the original, one of the original hosts. Um, we're calling you out. Come on. We got your brother now. We're holding him hostage. Come on back on the podcast, Juan Diego. He's got to come back on. Yeah. He'll know absolutely nothing unless it's Atletico. <laughs> That's true. And he will talk about them for hours. Um, we love you. It's, it's, it's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um... So yeah, La Liga is good. Um, there are rumors um, that um, Christian Pulisic might go to Chelsea. Um, are you excited about that? Well, yes. He he would prefer to go to Liverpool, apparently. Uh, yeah, he might actually. Well, I don't know how he cracks either of those lineups, but I think it'd be more likely that he's like would get playing time to Liverpool than Chelsea because Chelsea are not known for playing young guy, people, young players. Although Lasso Chicas look pretty good. So I heard a rumor 
that he was going to go to Liverpool for was it seventy million? Or I know that Chelsea. Che- I know Chelsea made an official bid on. They made him. an official bid. Yeah. Okay, I didn't hear that. Yeah. So I mean, I guess he's probably going. He's leaving. I'm pretty sure Dortmund. So yeah, it's getting to the, it's getting to the point where like they can't not. So <laughs> of the two teams, Chelsea or uh, Liverpool. Actually, I don't know. Maybe he might do better. He might do better in Chelsea. Honestly, I think they they kind of do need I think attackers they though. Need yeah, him more than Liverpool do. Yeah, actually. I kind of agree with that. I mean, Which although like seems Liverpool insane to me because my advice <laughs> to every young soccer player is don't go to Chelsea. <laughs> you, yell at, you yell it to the rooftops. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah um, they do need attackers. Um, Olivier Giroud is like the best striker that you guys have now. I don't propose like a necessarily a striker though, but. Still, um, Morata is not making the grade, and it's Especially getting. Especially when Eden Hazard is going to Real Madrid. Oh, that's oh! I forgot about Eden Hazard. How did I forget about him? Obviously, Eden Hazard is the best attacker you have. Then Olivier Giroud. Right, right. right. <laughs> um, yeah. So, um, so yeah, I guess my recommendation is go to Chelsea. Yeah, it was going to be uh, annoying. It's going to be like Clint Dempsey at Spurs again. Um, it's going to be like. Chelsea, but go full sick is going to be a weird, <laughs> weird deep compartmentalization that I have to make with them. But um, hopefully, he does good in the Premier League. I know name actually Neymar said a quote: "He's like every great player, young player has to go to the Premier League at least for a little bit." But maybe he's looking for a way out. He doesn't want to play in a fake league anymore. I guess. Farmers League. <laughs> Farmers League. Yes. Is Neymar? Neymar said that of all people. Yeah, he said that. On, there's a quote on Instagram. It might be false, actually. I don't remember what it was from, but there was a quote. If it's on Instagram, it must. Be I don't know. I thought it was like for BR football or something. Like a reputable site posted it. Okay. I'm just saying, like, wow, like that's very humble. Like he just <laughs> out of character. Well, I think he's realizing a 19 year old is overshadowing him. Maybe he's like, I want. This is not oh, like shit. this is not what I'm coming here for. Um, yeah, I guess we. That's. That sums up soccer. Um, I got FIFA. I finally got FIFA. I can give you a little FIFA review. <laughs> so that we could end the podcast with that. Um, you have FIFA too, Juan Pablo. I think you're like the only one besides me who plays FIFA. Yeah, I'm just not very good. <laughs> yeah. I've been playing so much Madden and 2K that I'm trying to get back into FIFA. And it's, a, it's a struggle back over here. Yeah, I mostly I, I mostly play uh, 2K. That's like mostly what I play like sports games-wise. Um, FIFA's FIFA. It's okay. Um, it's a little... I feel like the... The playing, like the uh, offensively, it's like a little more stiff. Like it's, the players will go a little slower, which I think is like on purpose. So you like they're trying to make it a little more realistic. Um, I don't like the where the journey's going. I think it's an interesting idea, but like, I'm glad this is like the last year of it. Uh, I'm gonna play oh, through a, it. It's a real circle jerk. <laughs> I want to play through it. I want to see how the story ends. But I was like, I'm not really into this mode anymore. It was cool when it first started. Um, but I haven't really played too much of it. I've been mostly playing a journey and like a little bit of ultimate team. But um, I'm glad I got it for like forty bucks instead of like sixty. That's my review. FIFA. Oh, yeah, that's that's why I got two K. I was like, no, I'm not paying sixty. Yeah, because I, I got like the uh, ultimate edition or whatever for like forty bucks. So I got like some coins for ultimate team with it. Um, so it was still like twenty dollars cheaper than usual. But yeah, it's fun. You can get it on sale now if you. If you are interested in FIFA. So, speaking of Champions League, Juan Pablo, as much as I hate to see it, Tottenham has made quite a miraculous comeback, and they could make it out of the group. Yeah, um, big game on Tuesday. I'm uh, going to be at work, unfortunately. I'm going to try to see if I can uh, if I can get some stream going, but i um, got to say it's, uh, it's pretty nerve-wracking. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, and I guess it really depends. Like, who who does Inter play? Let's see. I, I didn't actually. So they play PSV. PSV. Yeah. So you, PSV, yeah. you think that they're probably gonna get points from that? I mean, that's just gonna. Yeah, I would. I would be biting my fingernails, but you could miraculously make it out of that group after the. Well, Bar- uh, well, Barca's through, right? There's there's a knockout stage, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. I think Tottenham just has to games. win, right? Is that correct? Yeah, they're. Yeah, they're, yeah. yeah. They yeah, just, okay. yeah they have to win. Yeah, because they're tied on points, and um, it, I guess it would come down to goal differential, but it looks like they're pretty good on goal differential. Oh, okay. Yeah, but they're so I think pretty much if you win, you're in. Um, what do you what do you think of your chances? Good, good segue. I guess you didn't want to, you're tired of hearing about FIFA. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, uh, what, uh, chances. Uh, I mean, I want to be an optimist, uh, but my life as a as a Kansas City fan, it, it, it really makes you a pessimist with everything. So, um, uh, slim, but I've got my fingers crossed, and I'm really hoping. I mean, there is definitely a chance. Um, I think that if we can. Play. I don't know. It really just depends on if, if Kane has a great game. Son obviously didn't get past the defense. Um, use that speed. Um, I don't know. I mean, Barcelona obviously, obviously great. Um, well, hopefully, well, not hopefully. Uh, as a neutral, <laughs> hopefully you get Barcelona's B team, um, and hopefully you don't get like a messy revenge game for finishing fizzing the ball indoor. Could you could you guys remind me? So, um, are you gonna say something about twenty twelve again? No, no, okay. no, no, no. No, <laughs> no I, I I got all the salt. Out okay, of my good. All right. So, like head to head or goal differential? Mm-hmm. What what's more important in that? Goal sense? differential would be the first tiebreaker, I believe, in, in Champions League. Yeah. Well, like head to head would probably be second, I think. So interesting because I mean I'm looking at Liverpool who kind of blew it on the other end of the spectrum, mm-hmm. and uh, you know I, I guess it's it's kind of sad going from the Liverpool like, Champions League final to like not making out of the group. Hey, it's a little bit of Champions League hangover. It's not too, totally shocking. It was kind of surprising that they made it the final in general like last year. Right. Um, they just have to win. And they're in too. Oh, Depe- or, or, oh yeah, that's right. They're like one point ahead, I think. Right. Like that. Well, they're they're, they're three points behind Napoli, but I guess if they win, they'll win on they'll be on goal differential. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They just have to win. Same with Tottenham. They just have to win, and uh, Tottenham better hope that they rest their Barcelona rest Messi and Suarez and everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> like bring the C team. Yeah, bring the C team. I mean, what's Barcelona's incentive to risk any of those guys in that game? There's none. Really. none. Yeah. There's none. So none. Yeah. I think I think Tottenham might do it. I think they I think they're gonna do it. That's my prediction. Okay. I think Tottenham's gonna sure do it. I didn't pick them to go to the round of sixteen. I call I don't know my quote is uh Tottenham is just Arsenal and White. Uh you're gonna make it in round sixteen and then get destroyed by like Bayern Munich. That's usually how it goes. Um I know I know Tottenham fans don't really have a lot of super experience of being disappointed in the Champions League. Um but you know, I know how this goes. I've seen how this goes. Um well, I guess that wraps it up. I only last thing I wrap it up. Um, you guys know who my second favorite rapper is, right? Memphis Depay. I don't know if you guys saw that video. No, I don't know. <laughs> did you Did you see the video? Um, it, 
Yeah, the one where he's like rapping. So there's a so Memphis Depay. Um, he plays for Lyon now. He's played for Manchester United. Um, he got five million uh, followers on Instagram, I think. And he wrote. He did a freestyle rap. And for a freestyle rap by Memphis Depay, it was okay. He's a better footballer than rapper, though. That is true. Well, I mean, I think that sums it up, unless you have anything else to say, Greg. Um, no. I, I don't think so. Brian? I think we're good. Juan Pablo? No, I think we're good. Thanks for having me. All right, yeah, no problem. Um, we, at Indirect Kick is all our following stuff, and then we're on all the um, podcast stuff. Anyway, guys, till next time. Hopefully it won't be as long this time, but um, we'll see you guys next time. All right. Bye. See ya. Bye-bye.